Welcome to Rachel Lawson's The Magician's Podcast, a darkly gothic place. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. The Magician's Times Change Blake, I've got bad news the necromancer will die today, said his employer Fate Argent Lumiere knowing the father would need time to get used to his son's death. How? asked the crying father. The police will shoot him, said Fate. Have a drink man you need it, said Fate handing Blake a drink he made appear out of thin air. Blake drank it down in a gulp and started coughing coking on the drink. Not long later a desperate father with nothing to lose stood on the scene of his son's death crying driven insane by the death of his son. What are you doing, here dad, asked Blake's son seeing him crying he hugged him. What is it dad? asked the son. I came to save your life you are going to be shot by the police here and die, said the father. I'm touched, said the shocked son. Go run boy. Now, said Blake they are here listening to us. The necromancer disappeared into thin air the police piled in the room. Blake knew if he tried anything he would be dead too. Mortimer don't move or you are dead, said a policeman he recognized as his great uncle Renard or Simon. I will give up peacefully, said Blake who looked human and was masked he was dressed in a black shirt and trousers knowing he'd be seen he was disguised. At the police station, he was unmasked and grilled. They fingerprinted him under guard and made him do a mug shot like a common criminal they mocked him saying why so grim Mortimer? He was the king of the grim reapers. He stayed silent knowing they would soon know who he really was. When some fool recognized him, How is Mortimer going? said Blake's great uncle. He's not talking and his mugshot is a hit in the station, said a detective at the station who was Simon's friend. That's unethical, said Simon. You haven't seen it, said the detective showing it to his friend. Oh my god no it's him, said Simon recognizing him. Simon stormed out of his office and found Mortimer sitting at a desk under guard sipping a hot coffee. Mortimer. Snapped Simon. Mortimer looked shocked and ashamed. Come with me now. Said Simon his guard tried to follow them. You stay, said Simon to the guard. He's dangerous you may need help, the guard said. I can defend myself, said Simon. It's your neck Sarg. Said the guard. Mortimer and Simon walked into Simon's office. It's you said Simon he was shocked. I could deny it, said the contrite king of the dead. Blake why are you lying about who you are? asked Simon. You know why I am, said Blake. I didn't know you even cared about him, said Simon. I am a father of course I care about him, said Blake, he was going to be murdered by your police I came to save him or die for him. You are a coroner they are your police too, boy, said Simon. Not now, said Blake. They still are, said Simon. You know as well as I do I've been caught dead I am nothing but a dead man and I've been protecting a killer I am as bad as him, said Blake. I understand that. But why are you usurping the job of the emperor of our people? The dead can't rule our empire you know that, said Simon. I was wondering when you'd ask me that, said Blake. Well? said Simon. A policeman opened the door.
What do you want? Asked Simon shortly. We've identified him you won't believe who he is? Said the policeman. Blake looked awkward. He is Blue Midnight the leader of the magicians and Dr. Alexander the coroner who hangs around here. Why didn't we recognize him? Said the policeman. Blake looked even more awkward and nervous. I know who he is. You haven't seen Blake without a mask or glasses before, said Simon shortly. We caught him in a mask why didn't we recognize him? Said the policeman. Blake was in a different mask. Said Simon. Did you know about him? Asked the policeman. He lied to me too. Said Simon Hurt. Why did he pose as two men, Mortimer and Blue Midnight? I thought they were just friends, not one man? Asked the policeman. That's classified information. Said Simon. You don't know either. Said the policeman. No, go away I need to question my nephew, are the others looking for his son? Said Simon. His son? Which one he has too? Asked the policeman. The enchanter, said Simon. Oh, that one why? Said the policeman. He's the necromancer. Said Simon. Blake looked sad he hoped his son would escape them. There was a strange noise in the other room Simon and Blake pushed past the policeman to investigate it. Lance? Said Blake seeing the enchanter walking up to him. Get him. That's the necromancer. Shouted Simon. Hello dad sorry I was late. Said the enchanter. You bloody lunatic. What are you doing here? Asked Blake. I came to save you, you idiot. Said Lance. He's not the necromancer. He's the enchanter. He's a friend of the police. Said a detective. You idiot he's here to save his father Mortimer. Said Simon. Lance reached out to his father grabbed his arm and teleported away with him. They're gone. Simon shouted shortly. Why did the enchanter steal Mortimer? The detective asked. And you call yourself a detective? Hissed Simon storming into his office and slamming the door so hard the window and it smashed. Say thank you, dad, said Lance when they appeared in the afterlife dimension. You psychopath you don't just stroll into the police station when everyone knows you aren't their friend. Hissed Blake shortly. You're welcome dad, said Lance laughing. Blake frowned at Lance and then hugged him. It's good to see you are alright, said Blake. Someone is waiting for us, said Lance. Who? Asked Blake breaking away from the hug. A portal opened beside them. They walked into it. You! said Blake puzzled seeing a man standing beside his other son Tempest the timekeeper. Yes, me, said Simon. Why are you here? Are you here to get us back? asked Blake. No, I organized your escape, said Simon. Why? Blake asked. You are my family you may not be my leader, but I don't betray family, said Simon. I think we are here for a reason which is more than just a family reunion, said Blake. As always you're right dad, said Tempest. Why are we here? asked Blake. We are here to undo the past, said Tempest. How? 
asked Blake worried he'd have to lose Lance. Simon is going back to warn Lance and you away from the place you were caught and Lance was going to die so none of this happens. Said Tempus. Will we trust him? Asked Blake. We can but hope if not we have all of time to fix it, said Tempus chuckling. Go into that portal Uncle Ray, said the timekeeper pointing at a portal near them Simon walked into the portal and was gone. It's dark tonight I hope we aren't seen, a man said to his partner in crime. It's like the old days we climb in a window and pray not to get caught, said the thief who was known as the chameleon to his partner the cat as they stealthily walked through the garden of their mark. The room is the third window on the second story, said the cat examining the building. The chameleon tested the strength of a lattice leading to it going up the wall. This should work I'm surprised people are so careless with security, the chameleon said laughing. They climbed up the lattice trying not to be pricked by the thorns of the rose that climbed up it as well. The alarm is off or it should be, but I'll disable it, said the chameleon. He cut the alarm wire and jimmied the window till it opened. They climbed in the room and looked about it. The safe is behind that painting, said the chameleon pointing at the only picture in the room. Okay who will do the work you or me? Asked the cat who was as skilled a cracksman as the chameleon. It's my turn you did the last job, said the chameleon who walked over to the picture removing it handing it to the cat to put down. The chameleon put his ear to the safe and cracked the lock and opened the door removing the contents out of the safe putting it in a backpack on the cat's back. Got it. Let's go. Said the chameleon. The next day the police were swarming around the house. Midnight, what happened here? The police sergeant asked. A robbery, said Blake the coroner who helped out the police on other cases. I know, midnight, said Sergeant Xander Drax frowning, do we have any idea how it was done and ideas who they were or why they were here? They were copycats, said Blake who was otherwise known as the superhero Blue Midnight. Copycats? said the sergeant of who? The cat and the chameleon, Blake said. What they must be old, said the sergeant. Not old dead. Blake said, that's why I say, copycats. How do you know they were copycats? The sergeant asked. The CCTV caught the robbery they were young men in their twenties, one was dressed as the cat burglar, the cat. His partner was dressed as the chameleon the jewel thief and safecracker, said Blake. My magician's assistant Max is the original chameleon's grandson and protege. He should be on the case. Yes, said the sergeant. I'll call him here, said Blake, who then shouted, Max we need you. Out of thin air appeared a disheveled man holding a toothbrush in his PJs. What do you want Blake, asked the man. Get dressed Max, you are a mess. Blake said to the man. Right, said Max who waved his arm and appeared well-groomed in a suit. Blake looked at him oddly what Blake. Max asked. Toothbrush. Blake said. Max saw he was still holding his toothbrush it disappeared. Why did you call me here I was brushing my teeth, Max said. We need your help on a case, said the sergeant. Dot what sort of case? Murder? Asked Max. No robbery this place was robbed by a ghost from the past. Actually your past, said Blake. What? Said Max. 
the cat and the chameleon, said Blake. Can't be Grandad is dead and so is Uncle Mike, said Max. I know. Blake said. Someone dressed up as them to rob this place, said the sergeant. Why would they get copycats, asked Max. We don't know, said Blake. What did they take? Asked Max. Money, jewelry, and papers, Blake said. What papers? Asked Max. Business papers, said the owner of the house was standing with them. What were they? Asked Max. Mostly IOUs. I'm a money lender, the owner said. Max looked at him and felt a sudden disgust. The owner of the house looked like a pen pusher. Judging already, Blake said in Max's mind. Sorry, Max said in Blake's mind. From what I've read he is more of a bureaucrat than you take me for, Blake said in Max's mind. Are Grandad and Uncle Mike still in the other world? asked Max in Blake's mind. Yes, said Blake also known as Mortimer, king of the Grim Reapers in Max's mind. You two talking in telepathy again? asked the sergeant. Oh I forgot you were their Uncle Z, said Blake to the sergeant. Did someone see them? asked Max. Blake showed him a video on his work tablet. What is it Max? asked Blake seeing his friend's eyes widen. I know them. Said Max. Who are they? Asked Blake. Michelle and Maximilian Black. Said Max. What the the sergeant said. Are they related to you? Blake asked. Yes, Max said, but they shouldn't be here. What do you mean? Asked Blake. I saw photos of Grandad and Uncle Mike in the past that is them down to the voices, said Max. I just figured out this case snapped Blake frowning. A dimension away a man was watching them in a magic pond. He gulped and said oh no. He was watching them. Tempest have you been messing with history again? Blake said in the pond. Tempest stepped out of a dark swirling vortex in the room with Blake and the others nervously. Who's he is he your brother? Asked the house's owner because there was a family resemblance between Tempest and Blake. No my meddling son the lord of time the timekeeper, Tempest. The man behind this crime. Said Blake. I see what he did Blake. Said Max realizing what happened. What did he do? Asked the homeowner. He took the young thieves from the past to rob you, said Blake. What? That is impossible. Laughed the homeowner thinking it was a joke. Not for him he lives in the tunnels of time, said Blake. I want to meet them. Said Max pleading. You'll meet them later, said Tempest. How? Not in the afterlife. I'll not go there you know I'm a vampire, said Max. Spoilers! Said Tempest. Why did you bring them here and turn off the alarm? Blake asked. I wanted to stop a blackmailer, said Tempest. A what? asked the sergeant looking at the homeowner who was trying to look calm. Who was being blackmailed and how? asked Blake. Mr. Harvey's debtors, said Tempest said. How? asked Max. I cannot go there as it will ruin the lives of many people. said Tempest. Why they were only IOUs, the sergeant said. 
not all of them he had people watched and got dirt on his clients to extort more money from them, said Tempus. Where are the papers and things taken? Asked Blake. Maxim and Michael fenced the things in the past. Said Tempus, the papers I burned there are some things nobody should know. We have no evidence. Said the sergeant. You have me. Said Tempus. Are you giving in to the police? Said Blake. No. I was a victim. Said Tempus. You took out a loan from him? Max asked. No he was blackmailing me. Said Tempus. Why? Said the sergeant. I killed a man, mum's killer. He found out and has been blackmailing me since he found out. Said Tempus. What did he want from you? Asked Blake. For me to get dirt on people. Said Tempus. To blackmail people, Blake said. Tempus nodded. I had to get back and destroy the letters I sent him, said Tempus, so I enlisted some friends from the past to take them for me. The homeowner was thinking he shouldn't have reported the theft. You are probably right mate, said Blake aloud after reading his mind. Arrest him. Said the sergeant. A policeman grabbed Tempus who looked sorry for what he'd done and didn't fight. Not him he's the victim. Said the sergeant, arrest Mr. Harvey. He's the criminal. The policeman released Tempus and the handcuffs on Tempus's wrists fell off. What the the policeman said he picked up the cuffs and unlocked them to put them on, Mr. Harvey. He admitted to murder and you arrest me why? Said Mr. Harvey. I know the story. He did it to save a life. Said the sergeant who looked at Blake knowingly. Blake looked confused. I know who you are Mortimer. Said the sergeant in Blake's mind. Mortimer? Blake said aloud looking like a stunned fish recovering he dematerialized. Who is Mortimer? Said Mr. Harvey hearing Blake. You'll meet him later, said Tempus. The sergeant and Max laughed. Who's he? Asked Mr. Harvey being led away. He's scared and confused, the sergeant said. Later when Blake confronted Sergeant Simon Alexander Drax he knew nothing of the case or his accusing him of being Mortimer he said that at the time he was at the dentist with a sore tooth. I saw you, said Blake. It wasn't me, said Simon. Then who was it? Said Blake. I'd ask your son, said Simon. You think it was Lance? Asked Blake. No, your other son, said Simon. Tempus? said Blake. Yes, I think he's playing with you again, said Simon. You mean he was you from another time, Blake said. Yes are you masquerading as a dead man? Asked Simon wondering why Blake was accused of being Mortimer. No of course not do I look like a dead man? Lied Blake. I wouldn't know, said Simon curiously. Blake left him nervously as his uncle wondered if Blake was Mortimer. Later Blake saw Simon again. Hello Mortimer, said Simon at Blake's office door in the morgue. Who are you? Asked Blake. You know me I'm your great uncle Simon, said Simon. From when? Asked Blake. The future when you come out, said Simon showing Blake his mugshot. Blake grimaced. Why are you here? Asked Blake embarrassed. 
I have to admit it was a shock to find out you were Mortimer, but I couldn't see you fall, said Simon. So you came here, why? said Blake. To prevent your capture saving your son Lancelot's life from the police, said Simon. You came here to make me not save Lance, did you? said Blake. Yes, said Simon. I can't do that, said Blake, we don't see eye to eye sometimes but I can't let my son die no matter what he is. I know I'm proud of you for it, said Simon. Then why are you trying to stop me from saving him? asked Blake. I'm here to save him too, said Simon. How? asked Blake. By warning him and you to avoid the place he is meant to die and you get caught saving him, said Simon. Oh? said Blake. Lance materialized beside them. Hope it's alright I asked your son to come over too, said Simon. It's alright which one is he from now or the future? asked Blake. Now, said Simon. Why did you call me Uncle Z? said Lance. He is here to save us in the future, said Blake. Did Temp send him? said Lance. Yes he did, said Simon. What is he saving us from? asked Lance. The police killing the necromancer and Mortimer being caught saving him, said Simon. So what's it got to do with us? asked Lance. He knows who we are? said Blake. Who are we? asked Lance. Mortimer and the necromancer, said Simon. This is entrapment, said Lance. I have proof, said Simon. He has, said Blake mortified. Show me, said Lance. Simon showed him the mugshot. That's a bad mugshot, Dad, said Lance looking at it, it could be a fake. It's not, said Simon. I love it, laughed Lance. Blake glared at his son. Ingrate, snapped Blake. Simon expected that reaction. What do we have to do? asked Blake. Simon handed them notes. Keep these secret, even from me I am not aware of who you are until I see the mugshot, which won't happen if you do this to the letter, said Simon. Thank you, said Blake. I'll leave you now, said Simon seeing a wormhole in time appear. He stepped in it and was gone again. Thank you for listening. Remember, the magicians will return. So, keep an eye on this site if you like the stories and poetry. Without further ado, I bid you adieu. Till next time.